0: Hey, business building warrior. Welcome to another episode of Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host today, Jim Cockrum. And as you've heard on literally hundreds of other episodes, we have another interview today with a successful proven Amazon course student, but today it's a little different. Today's student is one who's also gone on to become a coach on our team. And you'll hear his story today. I won't repeat anything that you're about to hear right now. Uh, I won't do too much of that anyway, but I think it's really cool that He was on our show back in episode number 583. He happened to remember the the number before we started the episode today. And this is an update episode. And if you go back and listen to Ted, you're about to meet on episode 583, you'll hear someone who's starting to get some momentum. He's starting to get some confidence. He was still kind of unsure about all of this, but it was starting to work. And we love doing interviews with students like that and then bringing them back later so you can see that journey of of leadership and maturing into their business and the confidence that they get as they scale and automate. And Ted doesn't have any products, very little product. He has some that comes to his house, but he just had a six-figure month last month with his business. When we first had him on the show back in episode 583, a little over a year ago, he was thrilled with a $7,000 month that he had just had. And he was really catching on and building some relationships. And he was uh, eager to continue to grow working this into his schedule because he's got a full-time job as he'll describe today. But now he just had a seven-figure month at great margins. He's going to share all the details, how he finds his inventory, what strategies he's using, the tools he's using to build the systems out. And this is another case of a student using the Amazon Replen's system that we teach to 99% of all the new students in our community because it doesn't matter where you live in the world, this process simply works if you follow the system that we've laid out, which does take some work, absolutely. But as we've looked at the landscape of business opportunities that are out there, this is the lowest risk, lowest learning curve, lowest barrier to entry opportunity with the highest odds of success that we've been able to identify. And you can scale it to some truly incredible numbers as you'll hear on today's show. Ted has some great additional tips and strategies towards the end of the show today, some some book recommendations and things. We always love hearing those from our guests as well. I'm going to give you one last little bit of info, and then we're going to jump into the info, the interview with Ted. We've got our conference coming up in May. Tickets are now on sale. You can get over to theprovenconference.com. That's the website, theprovenconference.com, and see the May 23rd through 25th, 2024 event. Ted, our guest today, will be one of the presenters. We actually worked that out live on the show today that uh, he's going to be there with us and presenting. And I also welcomed him onto the coaching team today live. We had scheduled today, had two purposes. We're gonna record a podcast episode and bring him onto the coaching team as one of our coaches. So you hear that introductory conversation that I have with all new coaches. That's part of our show today as well. Hopefully you enjoy that segment. We spend some time talking through that. Well, there's a lot of other things I could say, but I'm just going to let you enjoy this episode. If there's any links that Ted and I mentioned today, resources, services, that sort of thing, they will be in the show notes. If you go to today's episode and scroll down, you're going to see all those links. So you don't have to remember anything or write it down. we got it all for you. We got your back. So, Ted, welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Good to see you, man. Good to see you too. And uh, let me just start the show right off the bat. I probably said something in the introduction already as well, but welcome to the coaching team. We haven't talked since that became official. So great having you on board as a coach.
1: Yeah, thank you. Um, really excited for this new chapter. Didn't really ever think that I would be a coach, but a series of people like you and, and my friend Travis, who's also a coach, just encouraging me to keep growing in my leadership Leadership journey, it's awesome. You know, becoming that person that is that you can see yourself as that successful person, and so it takes steps like this to get there. So, yeah, you're um, absolutely right. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. This uh, this Indiana contingency is kind of growing. You know, (laughs) I got a lot of friends (laughs) now in the area, and uh, we just brought on board another coach who I I've known for almost 30 years. We were doing the math, and he just got into Amazon a little over a year ago, but he's killing it. After his other careers as an episode, not too far from this one, Mike, you probably meet him at some point. But you brought up Travis, uh, yeah, our also, team as well, yeah, yeah, Mike alta you know, and the uh, and then Travis, yeah. you know, he attends church with me, and so we're getting a pretty good contingency of our sixty coaches. We got about five of us who are right here local, man. So, yeah, pretty cool. Welcome, welcome aboard, though, man, and. uh it's a pleasure working with you. and I love your story, which is what I want to get into. I probably mentioned it in the introduction as well, but you were on the episode. You happen to remember the number. 583 was the podcast episode that you told me yeah. before we hit record today. So people can go back and listen to that. But for those who don't, why don't you give us a quick recap, who you are, kind of where you came from, what we hit in that first episode, and then let's get people up to speed on, on how things have gone since.
1: Okay. Yeah. So uh, I'm a full-time firefighter from Indianapolis, and uh, I started learning about Amazon in, like, July of 2022. I actually kind of got into it by watching some YouTube video that was a step-by-step training, and but, you know, I knew it wasn't enough. That was a private label video. <laughs> Luckily, I did my research and... And I found the Proven Amazon course, which was like the best reviewed and cheapest uh, option. And so it was kind of a no brainer. I, I started listening to the silent sales machine and you know, just everything made a lot of sense. So decided to sign up for the Proven Amazon course and the Kickstarter course, which I highly recommend.
0: Oh, I forgot um, you went through Kickstarter. You must've been one of the first few sessions. Who was your coach for that? Do you remember?
1: Uh, so I initially had Delia. Yeah. Yeah. She
0: did the first few. I think she only did two or three of them. And then we had other coaches on our team take over. So yeah, you were one of the first rounds going way back. Cause here we are for the sake of timeline, January of 2024. So we've had a bunch of those since, but that's cool. Yeah. the inaugural kickstart group. So those people who don't know what kickstart is new proven Amazon course students could go to silentgym.com slash kickstart get details on that and we walk you through with a coach a small group of others how many were in your group ted Do you have to remember approximately
1: uh, no i mean probably like maybe f-
0: 15
1: to 30 people maybe yeah something 15 like that.
0: 20 is kind of the high end for us now we used to put a few more yeah. in those groups but it's a it's a group of newer students and you kind of go through the process of getting ramped up together yeah i'd forgotten that you were even in that glad you brought it up but yeah. yeah great yeah. way to go from knowing nothing to getting your first shipment sent in is basically the goal. Oh, yeah, definitely. Cool. Yeah. All right. So you did so. that. And, uh, then it wasn't too long after that where you were picking up some, some speed because we reached out to you, you know, to be on the podcast as one of the kind of the emerging newbie success stories, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I just kind of kept going through the proven Amazon course and, but yeah, really that Kickstarter. because I mean, you really gotta just take action. Um, because that's the best way you you learn, you know, as you've said, you know, learn just in time learning. You know, if you're literally going through the process and then, you know, looking up what's the right word, (laughs) applicable (laughs) information. Yeah, trying to find
0: yeah, get it while you get it as you need it instead of just trying to study four years ahead, right? Yeah. Our whole education system is set up around that. And I I love that little soapbox I jump on very briefly, but we're used to being educated just in case you need the information someday. The example I always use is dissecting an isosceles triangle. Like we all had to learn it just in case you need this someday. Like, wait, you're a fireman, right? Like I run an Amazon business. I haven't had to dissect an isosceles triangle ever. I understand the value in math and basic (laughs) skills, but like, how about we just teach you what you need right as you need it for the path that you're on? That's what we do here. Yeah. The just in time right. approach. Uh, yeah. Very good. So what's relevant to me now?
1: Yeah, exactly. So yeah, uh, before the podcast, I had just kind of been, you know, learning through the proven Amazon course. I got connected with the local Amazon sellers in, in Indianapolis, which is, you know, when I met you for the first time and, and Travis who runs that. And that was super helpful. Just, I mean... We stress it all the time in the community. Like, get involved. Like, nurture these you know relationships. That I mean, they're so helpful. Like, when when you're that person that 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 doesn't know a whole lot and needs help, like people are so willing to like help as long as as you're like giving well thought out you know questions or you know maybe you put a little bit of effort to figure it out yourself. But people are so inviting and open to help people that are clearly serious and hungry about you know learning so really it was just the proven amazon course and you know being active in the my silent team facebook group and the mr mine and that was kind of all i was doing going up until i you know got on uh the podcast the first time and it was pretty funny i I saw uh, a year ago a memory on facebook that said, I got, I did just under 7k in sales last December, which was cool to see because I just did over a hundred K, uh, this past December. <laughs> and
0: Yeah, that, that's pretty good growth. What is that? Uh, five, no, 800 times growth. Something. No, way more than that. <laughs> that's a thousand yeah. time growth. I, what like I mean, that's 13, insane.
1: 14 hex. How
0: <laughs> many people, how many people have businesses that get to say that man that's awesome dude you did 100k in december that's beautiful and we'll dive more yeah. into your team and what you're selling and how you're finding it in a minute but yeah that's yeah. that's where you were about the time we did podcast 583 you know our podcast episodes are into the 760 somethings now uh, so a couple hundred episodes ago and yeah. uh, which represents about a year ago right that you were on the show a little over a year ago mm-hmm. and um, man that's tremendous yeah Just, just beautiful, dude. I can't wait to dig <laughs> yeah. into more, man. Yeah, I, I'm I'm eager to learn from you. You know, that's the one thing. Sometimes people get the impression, like, oh, this is Jim's community. Jim is the guy that knows everything. Once you're around a little while, you realize like I'm just here, I'm a sponge, man. I'm soaking up learning new things constantly. If I sound smart, it's because someone smarter than me just taught me something and I'm sharing it now. Right. Like I stopped being the most creative leader in this community probably about 18 years ago. <laughs> now I'm just I'm benefiting from you know, the tenacity and the creativity and the the ingenuity of all these great leaders. You know, we've got 60 coaches on our team like you who have built beautiful businesses. I get to hang out with people like that. And, and I want to revisit something you just said and reemphasize it, say the same thing you said slightly differently, maybe about the the relationships, the local groups. Yeah, we have a good group here in Indy, And, you know, truth be told, I've only been two or three times in the past three years. Like one of them was when I met you. (laughs) I don't know if I've been back since. It just doesn't fall on good days, times, middle of the day is crazy for me typically. So I don't do much of those myself, but we've got them all over the world. And we teach people in our Facebook group, how to find others near them. So you can do this. There's groups like that all over the place and you can do it virtually too. It's not quite as powerful, but that's great too. To have the zoom groups, meetups and such Um, I wanted to emphasize that, but but also just the fact that we have sixty coaches on this team. So when when you come into our community, you're not getting Jim's wisdom or Ted's wisdom. You're getting the combined wisdom of hundreds of people, thousands that are doing this business, sixty of us who really care as coaches yeah. and leaders. So that's the opportunity to be a part of what we've got yeah. going here. And and you came from you know correct me if I'm wrong, but remembering back to podcast episode five eighty three, like you had very little e commerce experience prior to this, correct?
1: Correct. Yeah. yeah, it was just uh, I did I did print on demand with like through that's Etsy. Right. But, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's just creating a T-shirt design and uploading it. You know, that's all it takes.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so this is a whole different animal. You know, it's it's a lot more involved, but it's also, you know, so much more potential. Yeah. And
0: it scales yeah. to bigger numbers with a good system. Right.
1: Yeah. Well, let, let's
0: exactly. get into what you're doing now you know, that getting to that $7,000 month is a significant achievement for sure. That was Ted a year ago plus. 100,000 is a completely different animal. You've got a team now, you've got systems and processes, and you know, you've got all your inventory somewhere flying in and out the door. Like, let's talk through the reality of what it looks
1: like now. Yeah, I mean, you're exactly right. You know, that's that's a lot of units um, being moved around. And so I, I think... One of my biggest bottlenecks, you know, once you get to a certain point, you're going to be prepping for hours (laughs) at your house and you're like, "I I could be doing something better. And there's so many options to, you know, take care of that problem, getting a prep center, having someone help you out, whatever it is. And so I have a really awesome prep center that, um, and for Q4 and i mean they so they fbm for me as well which fbm i think is really important if you want to really take advantage of like december you know and you don't have to do that cuz it is a lot of work and sometimes you know everyone has their own situation and but like i even don't have a great fbm setup like at my house cuz i basically don't live there <laughs> but anyways and then i have to work at the firehouse every third day and so i did a lot of fbm through the uh through my prep center and but i also did some fbm at my house but um so using a prep center really prepping for uh, like black friday uh, cyber monday we we had so i After the podcast, I uh, partnered with another seller because he was just newer than me. And I had my VA that I was kind of behind on the leads that he was sending me partially because I was testing out like a strategy where you don't buy the leads right away to kind of make sure that they're maybe like tank proof, um, you know, to see if they're still steady, but... I also realized, like, oh, well, now it's out of stock, or now there's no sale, you know, or whatever it was. And so it took a while for me to like catch up to, you know, to all my leads. And so there's another seller that I met, and he's a really sharp dude. And, you know, he wanted to like test out having a VA. So I said, hey, do you want to just share my VA? And, you know, when we were sharing the cost of the VA, And both of us could go through the leads, and we could have two eyes and two brains, you know, figuring out whether it's a good lead or a bad lead. And um, you just get that other perspective, and I've I felt like that was a a huge part of 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 helping me grow. And we were able to, you know, bring on some more VAs. So, but yeah, kind of as as you grow, you just kind of keep. Identifying bottlenecks, whether and and it's pretty much all stuff that is taking up too much of your time. So at first it was finding products, and so I got a VA um, that was finding me products, and then I felt like I was spending too much time like vetting leads, and you know I probably should have put more time like teaching him. But I think I got a VA too soon, (laughs) honestly, because I kind of stopped doing my own sourcing. Right. We see um, so, that a lot. Yeah, so that that's I would definitely recommend not getting a VA too soon because one of the most valuable skills is, is sourcing. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to learn that because yourself. Yeah. yeah, and then also so you can teach your VA your future VAs effectively um, because you've already you know honed in that skill. But then, you know, even like going through and spending the whole process of buying the leads became something that was taking a while. So uh, we gave our VA uh, the tools and resources to buy for us. And so we had this system going on where we would just uh, approve it and he would buy it. And so it was almost... It was almost a fully automated system. We just weren't quite there with trusting him to go ahead and buy the leads. Like we, we we still wanted to, you know, decide if it's worth buying and review
0: and and improve. Yeah, which takes a lot less time than finding it and then placing the order, etc. Yeah. So was it the same virtual assistant that was doing the bulk of the finding and the buying?
1: It was my original VA that like started buying, but we got a couple more VAs. To come in and do the sourcing. So we kind of had our sourcing VAs and then our purchasing VA. And kind of as we've grown, my business partner got his own VA that is now his purchasing and admin VA. And I, you know, have my purchasing VA that is doing a lot of my admin tasks. And then we have a VA that we share that is mostly doing wholesale uh, sourcing. So just sourcing price lists and stuff. But when Q4 was coming around, we really wanted to take advantage of, you know all of the amazing sales. So we kind of put a pause on our wholesale focus and went back to OA. And so we had them all kind of looking at, keep a product finder mostly, or really keep a graphs where, last year the demand uh like you know the sales rank dropped real low and you could see in a keep a graph where the sales goes the sales go really low or the sales drop goes low which is good and the offer counts would drop and the uh prices would go way up
0: right Right. Demand demand goes up price goes up People willing to supply it or able to supply it goes down, meaning get in early on that one next year. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. If you're going to take advantage of seasonal, a lot of our sellers don't, but it sounds like you guys, right. you guys did. Well, I'm going to pause you there for a second because I want to fill in a couple of gaps. We got some newer listeners. You've used some acronyms and things and just keep people up to speed. You've mentioned VAs a few time, virtual assistants, right? That's a common acronym in our community. Typically, are yours in the Philippines? I'm assuming that's where most people hire.
1: Yeah. So Uh, Philippines and Pakistan,
0: Pakistan, right. So, you know, Vietnam and there's, there's several places that are good to go, but Philip Philippines is kind of the default where, you know, three, $4 an hour local wage is a lot of money. It's a great job. It spends like three or four times minimum wage in the United States because a dollar per hour us is the minimum wage in the Philippines. So it makes sense to leverage someone. From another country where the U S dollar goes really far and bring them onto your team. We've got a podcast episode. I'll stick a link in the show notes where I talk a lot about this. We've got a training module inside the proven name on the course on this topic as well, but you, so you did that. And I want to go all the way back. You mentioned you did a lot of merchant fulfilled FBM, which simply means if people don't know, that means you're shipping it instead of sending to Amazon's warehouse, you're shipping it out of your own house, your own garage or your prep center shipping it for you directly to the customer instead of it sitting in an Amazon warehouse. And during Q4, like you said, Ted, that really gets busy um, the last three months of the year because Amazon just gets really slow checking in inventory. So you can actually be faster than Amazon And you hear the stories of people filling up a shopping cart and stuff selling before they get to the checkout register because they've listed it for sale and customers are buying it. You don't have to send it to Amazon first. So if you can turn your garage into a little warehouse where you ship direct to the customers, you can do really well. And that was a lot of what your $100,000 December last month was from. And the question I wanted to ask you about that was what percentage merchant fulfill versus FBA or using Amazon's fulfillment services? You know, break that down for me approximately.
1: Yeah, it, it it was probably about... I don't know, maybe 70%, 60, 70% FBM.
0: Oh, um, the majority of it was definitely you doing your own shipping, kind of jumping on some of those seasonal opportunities. Like you said, looking at the keeper charts for clues, getting in yeah. early, buying the inventory. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's a brilliant yeah. strategy, by the way. And you can use it for any holiday. You know, we've got Valentine's Day right. coming up. You got Easter holidays coming up. Halloween is huge for spending online. So year round. It's like you have to wait for Q4 to use that. Any, any, any date that people circle on the calendar and kind of universally celebrate, you know, there's going to be a lead up to that. Uh, but the beautiful thing about replens modeling is you don't have to do that. You can just maintain your boring status quo if you'd like. But if you want to hop on the seasonals, you certainly can. And that's a good way to do it. Love it. All right, man. Well, well let's yeah. keep it going. You were talking about how you guys kind of tapped into the... The, the Keep a Chart strategy, getting into the Advanced Keep a Sourcing strategy, which is another module inside the Proven Amazon course where we talk through how to do those things. But Brian yeah. and Robin Joy Olson did a great job with that. By the way, Ted, I don't know if you knew or not, but they're completely updating, revamping, and adding new strategies to that course very soon. Here by the end of the month of oh, yeah? January, should be in the Proven Amazon oh, nice. course, completely revamped that very popular module. So be looking for that. But um, awesome. all right, man, well, well, let's keep it going. So, you know, I want to hear a little bit more about your system. I know you've got a few VAs, you've got a good partner, you're sharing some leads, you're sharing some admin support team kind of thing. Um, You've got the synergy effect in play where you're like, you know, one plus one equals four, because you guys are really pitching in and helping each other's businesses grow. Uh, What else, who else is on your team and what else is
1: involved? So right now, so we did let a couple of our sourcing VAs go at one point for multiple reasons, but, you know, that was just a decision we had to make. You know, it it was, we kind of had a reason to not necessarily like trust them (laughs) and then they were also related and, you know, and also their performance was kind of falling off a little bit and we were just kind of trying to lean down a little bit, but so now it's like, I'm still kind of, you know, business partners with, with my friend. But we each have our own admin VAs now, and then we're just sharing that one VA that's mostly dedicated to wholesale sourcing.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah. Understood. And what percentage of your business now is wholesale overall versus traditional Uh, retail?
1: It's pretty small right now um, because we really tried to focus on the OA and the Q4 opportunity and so now we're gonna start focusing more on wholesale and trying to get uh, branded bundles going. Gotcha.
0: Beautiful. Getting into yeah. that too. <laughs> Outstanding. Yeah. You working with yeah. uh, with Leanna, or, or are you kind of figuring out on your own how you how you going there? Because we got a couple coaches on our team that do that. Obviously, you know that, Ted. But just telling others. Yeah. Yeah. You, you well,
1: go. So the course, um, or how you figuring that out? So I haven't haven't like gotten into it too much yet. But I just talked to Nathan yesterday, and I'll probably end up going through Humminbird to get registered, and which is with help launching my first branded bundle. Yeah, that's uh, wise.
0: Yeah, because we've helped a lot of people get get rocking. Humminbird, of course, is a service that Nathan, our coaching director, I'm a part share owner in that company too, but just all those necessary services, brand registry, trademark. You know, A plus content, getting your good pictures up there, you know, uh, all those kinds of things that go into building your own brand, which to do a branded bundle, you need a unique component that belongs to you that's under your brand to do it the right way. So that's, you're heading down that road. You're going to love it. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So are you doing any of the physical management or handling of your own products at all? Or do you have someone else? Like, what are you doing locally? Do you have a shopper who hits stores or is this all online shopping delivered to your prep center?
1: Yeah. It's almost, almost all of it is online delivering straight to my prep center. Maybe if I had a better system uh, here, you know, I would do a little bit more like RA or, you know, shipping stuff to my house, which I did a little bit more of the, of, of that during Q4 and, and and sometimes even not during Q4, if, if I could get it from somewhere that accepts my um, a retail merchant certificate so that I can get it tax-free and and I don't have to pay a prep fee if it's something easy. But that was mostly FBM stuff during Q4. So, um, but yeah, everything pretty much, I pretty much never see my product. I still have my returns going through Axiom uh, Prep Center. Yeah. Yeah. I'll stick
0: a link to sure. them in the show notes too. I think their uh, link is silentgym.com slash returns, but I'm not positive. Check the show notes if you just heard me yeah. say that and that's wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's the link to them because you you don't have to have, when a customer does a return, it doesn't have to come to your front porch. If you're doing this business at scale, you want your returns going somewhere where they can flip them on eBay or yeah. you know, liquidate them for you on your behalf. That's wise. Right. Yeah, I love it. So yeah. you're using a third-party service. And there's a couple new services that provide those kind of uh, services as well, the sellers. I think I've got one, I think it's gonna be coming to the conference here in May, the Proven Conference. Yeah, so great. Yeah, sounds like you really got it dialed in. So you're not doing a lot of physical management of your own products. You got it fairly dialed in. And like you said earlier, you're a full-time firefighter, which, you know, what is that schedule? One on, two off? Mm-hmm. That's the schedule. Yeah. So it's a 24-hour shift. Yeah, And then two days off. Yep. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Yep. And that, and that's your full-time gigs so between that and this. Yeah. yeah. So what's the, what's the path forward look like without getting in anything you don't want to share publicly? Cause this is going to be on YouTube, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, where's this, where's this heading, man? If, if you don't mind sharing, like what's your vision?
1: So I'm thinking what I'll probably do is, you know, I'll still probably get my, my 20 years in. I'm about I've got eight eight years completed and like if I felt like it was holding me back much then you know maybe I would you know make a tough decision but I don't think it really is sometimes it can be you know escape from all of the distractions of your normal life when you go into work and sometimes I can you know focus more you know on this business there you know between the runs and and everything else that we have to do so it's really a pretty pretty good system and that's kind of the reason why i wanted to and something that's attributed to some of my success is that i've had time you know i i don't i have the margin in my life as 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 you've said before (laughs) um to you know dedicate to this and you know you need to have some of that Margin to be successful, and sometimes it's creating that margin. Like you don't realize that you do have the time, but I definitely had the time, <laughs> and and now I feel like I don't have any time at all because I like you know there's so much stuff to do. But but I love it, and you know I'm here for it, and uh, it's fun always having that thing that you're working towards, and you know there's there's always always seems to be you know a better future ahead of you, and and you can always feel gratitude for how far you've come and all the people you've met and how much you've just grown as a, as an overall person. So. You really have, man. You've changed a lot in a year, haven't you? I mean, in many ways.
0: And I, it's not like we hang out all the time and I know, but I'm just, this, the way you carry yourself, your confidence in this kind of the purpose and direction. And, and you were, you were a sponge early on and you still are, but now you're it's like uh, you've, you've kind of come alive and like, hey, I'm ready to teach. I'm ready to share. This works. I'm confident in it. I can I can yeah. show you what to do, what not to do. You believe in the systems. You believe in the community. And I think the key to all of that, and you've already said it, but I just want to repeat it is relationships. Because if that guy that I met, you know, a year and a half ago or so, Ted had said, yeah, yeah, relationships, whatever. Just show me what to do, where to buy, where to go, how to do it. I, I'm going to sit behind my computer and make it happen. I don't need anybody. I just need their information. A lot of people do that. It doesn't work. And I love when someone comes on and, and validates and confirms. Like, yeah, that's right. It, it's the relationships, it's the people who have you know kept me from stepping off a cliff blindfolded in this whole yeah. thing, and you know showed me what works and introduced me to a tool. Or uh, hey, be sure to check out this podcast episode if you didn't hear it. Kind of stuff. Just that ongoing camaraderie. Um, yeah. It, th- and that's that. That's been the key, and that's so consistent. Uh, in our community because content works. If you've got margin in your life, content works, but you're going to need relationships to sustain. Lone wolves don't make it. Yeah. You're a great example Sorry. of that. So excited to have you on board. Well, we were talking before we hit record today. Well, and, and we introduced at the beginning of the show that you're a new coach on our team. So what I typically do when we bring new coaches on is I have a quick conversation with them and you and I, you and I can talk after the the recording's over for a couple minutes if you have the time today, but I don't, wouldn't mind just going over a couple of things that I go over with all the new coaches and we can just stick it right on a podcast if that's okay with you, Ted. Is that cool? With me. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it really is a pretty short, it's an interesting uh, process that we have bringing people onto the coaching team around here because I'm asked sometimes, not all the time, but occasionally people will say, you know, like, how do you manage a team of hundred people, 60 coaches, like... What's the qualification interview process look like? And I go back to some wisdom from, you know, the guy you hear me reference all the time, Rabbi Daniel Lapin, who says, if all I know about you is you've run a profitable business over an extended period of time with happy clients, happy partners, happy employees, and you're doing it profitably, I know a lot about you without ever having a conversation because that's not an easy thing to do. It speaks mm-hmm. to your character, your integrity, your determination, your grit, uh, that you've got some margin in your life to learn new things. You believe in things like a uh, delayed gratification, meaning I'm gonna risk today so I can have a better tomorrow. A lot of people never learn that. I know all those things about you without even having a conversation if you've run a profitable business over yeah. an of time. So now you bring me a group of people who meet that qualification. The only other question I have is, do they have a teacher's heart? If they do, I mean, they're willing to sit down and share what they've learned with someone who's kind of earned that time. You know, I, I get these, hey, can I pick your brain questions all the time and you will too after this podcast episode your inbox is going to fill up hey can i pick your brain like if they if you just let people pick your brain that's all you do for a living (laughs) you know 12 hours a day you gotta figure out who's serious (laughs) who's not just kicking tire who has margin in their life Uh, one of the ways we know is who's willing to pay for what it is the value that we offer that's kind of how we filter it out right Uh, but one of the reasons i wrote a book is because i could just give that to people and say hey read this tell me a month from yeah. now, three things you learned and get back to me. And almost no one ever does. <laughs> Those are the tire kicks. Right? And yeah. it would have completely wasted my time in theirs. Um, yeah. but now I've got this guy, you know, you and the other coaches who they have built a sustained profitable business over a period of time. And, and they've got a teacher's heart. Interview's over, man. That's it. That's all we needed to know. <laughs> because now I know I'm with a good person who's capable of achieving, uh, yeah. capable of self-discipline, and they're capable of of doing life the right way, uh, serving others, and they got a teacher's heart. So the only, other, the only other thing that I typically share is a couple, uh, just a couple facts. And I spend more time than we're going to do it here. But the fact that we've got the longest running e-commerce coaching program in the world, to my knowledge, speaks to our commitment to you. We've been doing this a long time. We plan to keep doing it a long time. And you're not doing it alone. So when you come on as a coach with us, Ted, it's not you and the client. And you guys are off on your little island and you better figure it out. No, it's, you're a liaison to this community, (laughs) this entire coaching team, and anything you run into that you don't know, just say, I don't know. I'm going to go find out. And I'm going to ask the people who've probably seen it a hundred times and I'll get back to you. So it's not on you. It takes a lot of pressure off the coach, right? It's a mentor relationship. And you're used to that already. You understand the importance of relationships. So you're building a mentorship relationship with the client and um, make it something that's as significant as you want. We've seen clients and. Coaching coaches, clients and coaches, students and coaches build businesses together. Like yeah. they become friends and they forgot, they forget a couple of years later, like, how'd we meet? Oh, yeah, you were my coaching client. Well, now we're partners and we've built launched some product or something, or we've built a a service, or you know, there's there's so much potential because the people that we bring through the program have been very vetted. They've been interviewed. They're people with margin in their life who understand the value of having having a coach and mentor from an established program, working with people of integrity, who have teachers' hearts, who achieve significant levels of success. They understand all that. So you're not just out there kicking the tires with random people who happen to say, can I pick your brain? These are like serious, let's go. Show me what works. And you can build relationships and partnerships with those people. So those are the things that I typically go over with new coaches. And now we've said it on the podcast too. If anyone's curious, and that's about it. I mean, I may spend another ten minutes or so with the new coaches, but there's plenty of them I've never actually met because they met all the qualifications. They've talked to our team as you have, you know, Nathan. They met Nathan and Matt and the coaching office, kind of the logistics of getting on the schedule and that sort of thing. But um, mm-hmm. as far as working with me and talking with me, that that's about all I got for you, dude. That's it. Welcome to the team, man. It's going to be a blast. We won't give you more students than you want. You know, it's going to be at your pace and. Uh, But you will see a nice stream, especially after this episode hits, probably people saying, hey, I think I want to work with that guy. Um, So you'll you'll have a few clients here in in short order, I'm pretty sure. Pardon the interruption. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I've got to tell you about the sponsor that we have today, Humminbird, H-U-M-N-B-I-R-D, hummingbird.com. There's a link in the show notes. They provide services for all your trademarks, corporate setup, branding, marketing, and tax advising as well as we enter that time of the year where taxes are on the mind of especially those of us here in the united states how do you most efficiently handle the challenges of making sure you get all of your deductions taking care of all your tax concerns making sure you do it right without paying too much as an e-commerce seller as an amazon business building warrior they've got some incredible services that you should go check out At hummingbird.com. That's spelled H U M N B I R D.com. Let's get back to the program. Uh, But you will see a nice stream, especially after this episode hits. Probably people saying, Hey, I think I want to work with that guy. Um, So you'll you'll have a few clients here in in short
1: order, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, Any questions about
0: any of that? How's (laughs) that sound? As you can tell, I've done it a handful of times.
1: No, I mean, like like you said, I've I've talked to Nathan and and you and yeah, I'm I'm just excited for you know to keep getting challenged and you know be even more connected and uh, in, in the community and you know I'm excited to teach people, but also for them to teach me. Like like you said, you know everyone has their own little perspective and spin on every aspect of this business, and if we all collaborate and combine what works for each other, you know, we all, we all win. So, yeah. So yeah, just excited for that whole process. Beautiful. Yeah. You're going to fit right in. Yeah, that abundance, abundance
0: mindset. You know, none of us are holding our secrets close to our chest. You know, we're out there sharing, Hey, here's what works. Here's what I'm learning. Teach me something. And, and that's just led to so many great success stories. Well, we've mentioned the conference coming up in May, and you and I were talking right before we hit record today, saying, hey, you wanna come? You wanna present? And we are just kind of kicking it around. So you are coming, The Proven Conference. There's a link in the show notes. It's May 23rd through 25th of 2024. But uh, you were saying, hey, I'm not sure what I what I would present on. And I said, well, let's talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> because I think mm-hmm. what the listeners are thinking right now is, wow, I'd love to go to a session with Ted if it was titled how I went from 7,000 to a hundred thousand dollars in one year, (laughs) I'm sitting in on that session, right? Like, uh, that's what I would encourage you just make it very much. Hey, here's my story. Speak from the heart. You don't even need any notes. I love to challenge our speakers to speak without any slides or notes, you know, come in with it. You know, you got your index card, you got two or three bullet points that you're going to hit and that's your guide. And then you're going to take some questions at the end. And it's, you know, here's what I did. Here's what works. Here's what doesn't work here's yeah. the mistakes you might make that I almost made or that I did make here's the the pivot points had I not done these things I wouldn't be where I am these yeah. are the things you need to do and then some very practical specific you know ways to use keepa or you know something like that yeah you'll be that hour will fly by dude you'll be like what an hour yeah. already <laughs> wait I'm only on bullet point number two and I had five <laughs> things to say right I mean just because if you speak from the heart and tell your story, and you're talking to an audience who, who can't wait to just absorb all the details of your story. I think yeah. that's, or anything else you have in mind, but I'm just thrilled that we've got a conference coming up where we've got 40 breakout sessions that are kind of like what I just described. We don't go find professional speakers. We, we started telling people years ago, if you want to be professionally entertained and impressed by professional speakers, you know, guys with books and tours and all that. Like, just get on YouTube and watch it or go to someone else's conference. That's not ours. Ours is real people who are succeeding right now doing strategies from our community and their leaders on our team, coaches or successful students sharing from the heart. Like, here's what works, guys. Go home and do these three things practical content. So, your ability to step up. I, I would think right now, Ted, I could hand you a microphone in front of a room of 100 people and say, just tell your story. <laughs> And you're good to go. And it would be fantastic. It would be fantastic. Yeah. So, you know, that I'd love to cool. see you on the list, man. And I think we're probably going to add you if you're okay with it. No pressure right now to decide, of course. But I love challenging our, our leaders <laughs> and coaches to step up. The next step in your leadership journey is getting in front of others, like Travis has told you as well, speaking, yeah. your story. Uh, and and that's how you create new income streams as well. Right. You know, the yeah. opportunities
1: that bubble out of that. So, yeah. well, what's
0: your thoughts as I say all that?
1: No, so, I, I, um, I mean, I, w- I was telling you earlier that you know I I really appreciate how like you and Travis have you know challenged me in my leadership journey and 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 how I like you know you can't turn down one of those challenges from someone that's you know where where you want to be one day or you know someone that's really helped you someone that's ahead of you. So honestly, I think that sounds awesome. I, yeah. I think, I think I should do it. <laughs> well, uh,
0: well, By the time listeners hear this show, they can hop onto the website for the conference and they're going to see your picture of the list of speakers, man. Let's go. <laughs> and we'll figure out the exact details <laughs> of the topic between now and then plenty of time. But yeah, phenomenal. So you, you'll be there and and uh, folks Sweet. can come meet you and go to your session and, and cheer you yeah. on as a first-time speaker. We got a good number of first-time speakers this year. I always love seeing those first-time nervous speakers. And it's great. It's crazy, Ted, the number of times... The second year, they're just all seasoned pros. It's like, yeah. no nervousness, <laughs> no sweat. They're just up there chatting with a bunch of friends about, you know, interacting with the audience, and yeah, they're to learn just as much as they're there to teach. It's a zero ego environment, which is right. just so refreshing, man. No one's there to impress yeah. anybody. We're there to help yeah. each other's businesses grow, and you get you know six, seven hundred plus people together with that attitude. As the you know, we're kind of characterized by that vibe it's a powerful atmosphere. So yeah, you're going to do great. Well, yeah, I just realized I was thinking through this show, if there's anything else we wanted to hit. And of course, anything else you want to talk about Ted is wide open, but we Mm -hmm. did, we've talked about some numbers revenue, but we haven't talked about margin, which is always a big deal Mm -hmm. because we don't want to you know leave the impression that you made a hundred thousand dollars in December. You certainly didn't. What are your margins after everything said and done? Break that down for
1: us. However you can. So in December it, It ended up being about a uh, like a seventeen percent net net margin. So that's that's uh, and that's that's easy math to do on
0: a You put seventeen thousand in the bank after everything's said and done, bills are paid, and that's including all your software. Is that before or after you've paid yourself? I'm assuming before. Um, Before, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So seventeen percent, seventeen percent, seventeen thousand in the bank, and pay yourself some of that, right? But we'll roll it back into the business. Um, yeah, a single. You're so single. Last I checked, single,
1: <laughs> yeah, single, I mean, I mean, no, no, I've got an amazing, supportive girlfriend. Um, we're just not quite married yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, we, we can talk about that offline, buddy, because I'm up on 30 years marrying the right girl as young as possible always smart dude i'm a grandpa now too cuz my one of my sons uh did you know he and his wife just had a, a little baby we're going to have him at the conference actually i was bragging about it last year's conference this year going to have yeah. little james with me uh so yeah man, I, just, I mean i just we can talk about awesome. that offline no pressure publicly yeah. on that but uh if hey, you know it's all good yeah to, to, no, the, uh, that's awesome, dude. So, but I'm just saying, you know, you don't have a lot of bills, responsibilities. You know, you're not in that full stage of life, kids. You know, those kind of, you wow. know, mortgage. How aggressively am I going to pay it off? All that's coming, wow. but you're set up in a in a beautiful place. A business like this that can be automated and new income streams on the horizon, coaching being one of them. But many other yeah. opportunities coming your way. I'm just I'm excited for the journey you're on. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, did you have anything else that you wanted to get out there today? I think it's been a great episode, but was there anything else? Um, on any, any tips or strategies, questions for me on what we talked about? I almost wish we could open up the microphone for the listeners because I'm sure they're raising their hand virtually, but come meet Ted at the conference, <laughs> asking your questions there. But you know, what yeah. else is on your mind where we can add some value maybe for the listeners? To-
1: um, so I guess some tips that I kind of wrote down and I'll try not to just say stuff that I've already said but so I guess a couple like practical tips there was something that I was doing so something to definitely take advantage of and for for OA is uh, the the cashback sites um, like Mm -hmm. Rakuten and top cashback but I kind of realized that I wasn't getting all of the cash back that I thought I was getting. So I realized to increase your conversion rate for actually getting that cash back instead of just putting stuff in your cart and then hitting the uh, Google extension, Chrome extension and then adding your cash back that way. That's that. That's not what those sites are built to do necessarily. They're more of like a referral site. So if you go to their actual site and then go to it's like like go to Rakuten, go to the site you're about to purchase from through Rakuten, and then find your product you're about to buy, there's I found that you have a little bit higher chance of actually getting that cash back.
0: Interesting. Okay. Make sure that they're tracking and that it's sticky. Yeah. I don't do that part of my business. I'm not sure if my team's doing much of that or not. They should be if they're not, but I love that tip that yeah. make sure that you're actively using it the properly, proper way, go through yeah. Rakuten or whatever the site is on your way to yeah. filling your card mm-hmm. versus just relying yeah. on them to track it all. Yeah. Good tip, man. Yeah. Yeah. And do you do any credit cards, like point back cards you purchase
1: yes so well i do discounted gift cards and those are those are a no-brainer really you know if you can get good good ones also something that i kind of learned recently that i'm like really excited about is uh optimizing your credit card point you know getting the most out of your purchases with the right credit cards and then also making the most out of your redemption of those points. I know, uh, Taylor Thomas did a talk last, uh, at the proven conference, all about like points. And also he, he owns the arbitrage card. Yeah. He's coming um, back to the event this
0: year, probably a similar presentation. I think it's silentgym.com gym.com slash gift cards. I think yeah. I'll stick a link in the show notes. If that's not it. Um, I've got a lot of those links I have had to memorize, but that's Taylor's arbitrage yeah. card service where he, uh, It's either gift card or gift cards, plural. Well, he's got a free book that talks you through the basics of all of this. But yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I met a guy at the event last year. I can't remember who it was. Someone needs to write a book on this, just this subject. But he's rotating through like, it was like 30 credit cards or something. (laughs) It's just optimizing and using the right one and paying them off on time and then, you know, maxing them out and paying them off right before they're due. And just right. had this beautiful system, or I think it was based on the day of the month was the card he would use and then yeah. pay them off on that day, same day of the month, the next month so that he was definitely doing it before it was due, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, All right. Pretty cool strategy. They had, but he had 30 yeah. cards and like Dave Ramsey fans would pass out at that point, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's not yeah, even really possible. <laughs> so I'm yeah. not saying do it. I'm not recommending it, but I'm just like, that's the scope of kind of the creative ideas because- you get a couple points of margin here, three or four points of margin there pretty soon. Right. You know, you're getting five, seven, eight, ten 10 points of margin off just the way that you're buying your stuff because it's so discounted, right. Without doing anything yeah. different, you're not waiting on a sale. You're getting your sale anytime you want because you're stacking your discounts. Yeah.
1: yeah. But yeah, I mean, and then even on top of that, like you can buy, like, like you can use a credit card that has, you know, like five X points at like office supply stores, you can buy gift cards or even visa debit cards from those stores and get 5x points and then just buy your inventory with that and that's the one of the beautiful things about this business is how much you spend <laughs> yeah because you got to spend it to make it and right. so if you're you know really maximizing your point value out of all of the spending that you're already doing for this business it's like I mean you could break even in this business and make a make a bunch of money or have a bunch of perks but yeah, you know you you're making profit the, and everything else yeah
0: sell it for the same price retail that you bought it for but you're making money because of the all the built-in yeah like uh like menards has a you know one of the hardware stores that, i know you're familiar with ted they're in the area here i'm not sure how spread out there across the country but they have this 11 percent rebate that they run year-round You know, max that out using a discounted gift card, (laughs) and you go in. It's like there's you stack all these discounts, and suddenly you're you're paying a lot less than retail, and you're not waiting on sales. And and I like I flew last summer. We flew. There was eleven of us to Mexico, and it total cost was like I don't know what the minimum charge per ticket was like twenty bucks a ticket or something. You know, for the flights round trip to Cancun for our family vacation because of all the airline points I had on one of my cards. Uh, So you, yeah, you're spending a lot of money and that money's coming back to you four, six, eight weeks later, but credit cards, like when you spend a lot of money and they'll reward you, whether you're paying it off on time or not, you've got some points coming. So pay it off on time. And there's, there's a lot of points there. Yeah. An untapped opportunity for sure. That's not mentioned enough in our community. Yeah. Glad you brought it up. Yeah. So what else is on your list, man?
1: I guess, uh, let's see. I mean, definitely trying to join, like find the, I mean, there's, there's some posts that you do every now and then in the, my silent team, Facebook of finding out where, where people are geographically. And, you know, like I've, I've had people reach out to me because they saw, you know, saw me there and vice versa. And I've made some good friends out of that. And like, uh, Jeff, uh, I believe you just recorded a, uh, podcast with, with Jeff, uh who's also local to Indianapolis anyways um you know we're learning a lot from each other and um you know it's turning into to a nice friendship and and you know the more you get connected like that the more it's like all right this is my normal like this doesn't this doesn't suck like this is actually like fun and uh and you're you know it keeps you accountable and everything so yeah all kinds um, of benefits
0: absolutely Well, uh, just to give you a little more instruction, specifically if you get into our Facebook group and one of the best ways to find, it's a single post that we made a while back and we encourage people, mention the nearest big cities to where you live and then search our group for mentions of those big cities where others have mentioned them as well and then private message and connect with them. That's the best way we've identified for a group of 74,000 to find out who lives near you. There's instructions on an intro video that we have for all new members. It's like posted up top in the featured section of our group. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, You know, rather than the little town, the little suburb you live in, name the big town. If you live near Denver, say Denver, and then you can find out who else lives near Denver by searching our group for that word. And you'll find, wow, there's a lot of people. Then just like you said, Ted, just private message those folks. And sometimes people won't respond and a lot of times they will. And now you've found potentially some, some folks nearby. And, And typically a lot of the bigger city areas of the United States, there's Already a group or two that's formed, either out of our community or just e-commerce sellers in general that you can locate. But yeah, it's vital. And it, yeah. people who say, "Well, I'm not really," you know, this is my pushback that I give. And people say, "I'm not, I'm just not a people person. I'm more of an introvert." Like you're gonna have to yeah. get over that. You know, yeah. introvert isn't an excuse to be rude or isolated. Introvert means you recharge by being alone after you've been in a group of people you got to be around people. Introvert doesn't mean isolation, live in a cave. Nope, not allowed to do that. You can't thrive that way and it's not healthy. Uh, so yeah. find these people, get out of your comfort zone a little bit, go to these meetups, get to the conference in May, if at all possible. If you can't make yes. that, you know, be more intentional about attending smaller events in your area, that sort of thing. Yeah. Great tip. Yeah. I love that you spent some yeah. time letting me riff on that as well, because it, it, it's viable. It really is.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think just Using the power of social media, you know, on Facebook, Instagram, uh, there's there's a big community on Twitter. You know, if you go around and you you could make a new account or you know whatever, and just follow other people that are that have FBA in their name or whatever, and you know, document your journey. And, you know, opportunities start coming, coming out of nowhere and, you know, people that you can build relationships and partners and, you know, you just want to put yourself out there so that, you know, when opportunities come in the future or whatever, you know, be like, well, look at my, look at my social media page. Like, look, I'm, I'm not, you know, blowing smoke. I, I I actually do this and I've been doing it and here is, you know, my journey. so. I muted myself. Uh yeah, you're building your network, man. That's that's yeah. right.
0: And that's that has tremendous value. That network has tremendous value. Uh is yeah. I mean, as in more money in your pocket over time. Yeah. It's not okay. just having better friends and good people in your life. That's a great benefit as well, obviously. But you'll make more money. Because like you said, the opportunities that fall in your lap, I say all the time, my phone just kind of rings with opportunity because I've put it out there, who I am, what I do. Even people who don't know, I have a podcast or a book or a Facebook community. They just know that I'm the guy that knows how to sell stuff online. That's all they know. My phone rings because I've let that be known. When people say, what do you do? You don't shy away from it. You say, "I, I know how to sell stuff online. Amazon, Walmart, eBay, I've done it all, doing it all, learning. I'm in a community of people that do all that sort of thing. Ever know anybody that needs stuff sold online? Have them give me a call, maybe a potential partnership relationship. I've seen multimillion dollar ideas drop out of the sky for members of our community, just you know, leaning over a fence at their kid's baseball game. What do you do? I'm a dentist. So what do you do? Yeah, I sell stuff online. I know how to e-commerce, man. I know how to make the phone yeah. ring online and sell stuff and yeah. make stuff move. Like, hey, I got a guy you should meet. Off you go. <laughs> we have, we've had people move from one state to another to pursue massive opportunities based on conversations like that. And just because yeah. uh, it, it is a very much in demand skill set that we're developing here. I would argue mm-hmm. one of the most valuable skill sets you could be adding to your to your life. Well, Perfect. a great list, man. Anything else on your list?
1: So something that I felt like I was struggling with for the last podcast episode I was on, I've had. I always felt like a little overwhelmed and like I wasn't, you know, getting all the stuff done that I, you know, needed to efficiently. I would just kind of go back to where I was at and then I'd have a million tabs open and, you know, I just like, it just wasn't very efficient. And so I think it's important to build some sort of productivity, you know, system, like to do list system for yourself. Where you can capture all of these things that you know you need to remember to do, and then mm-hmm. you can go into wherever you're capturing it, and yeah. then organize those things. You have a
0: system for that now.
1: Yeah. So I've so I've been working on optimizing my system, and uh, I so I use an app called a uh, uh, Todoist. I've heard of um, them. Yeah, it's. It's kind of like Trello, if you've ever heard of that. Of um, course. And it, it's great. You know, it's got an, a Chrome extension, and it's it, it's got a Gmail extension, and it's got a, an app uh, on your phone. And, you know, you can ask Siri, you know, like, remind me on Todoist to do this. And then you can organize and label everything. And, and then once you have a team of VAs, you can assign these things to your VAs. And even like recurring tasks, like for an admin VA, you know, if you want a checklist of your admin VA to check all of these things every day or every other day, every once a week, you can add those things so you know that they're being checked off. And I think that's just a huge part of, you know, learning how to manage a team and manage all these tasks that you have to manage and actually get stuff done every day. So there's a cool book. I don't know if
0: I've recommended it to you or not. Have you heard of the book, Getting Things Done? I have have you read it yet? Um, it took me a year to read it, which is kind of ironic. The title is "Getting Things Done." It took me a year. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, it's been uh, several years I think, ago.
1: I don't know if I ever got around to that one. Um, yeah,
0: right. But th- here, here's the basic <laughs> premise, and you just kind of you just kind of hit on it, Ted. The basic premise yeah. of the book is: I don't want to have to remember anything. I want to operate.
1: Oh, in a, I did start it. In a confident, <laughs> there you go.
0: Yeah, it, it takes forever to finish, right? But but it's very specific uh, tips and strategies. And you know the the app that you're mentioning and some of the tools that are available to us now make a lot of this a lot easier. But if yeah. you're having to remember stuff, or if you're ever forgetting to do important things, or if there's ever a pile of stuff that it's like, oh man, I don't want to tackle that pile. And I, you know, one of the things that uh, again my mentor Daniel Lappen often says is. You know, he doesn't like to break things down to one secret, but he says, if I was forced to name the one secret to success in life, it's getting the things done that need done when they're supposed to be done, not pushing them off till later. Because you turn those those little monsters into big monsters just by putting them on the back shelf. And now you're fighting big monsters constantly. You know, these important and urgent. If you ever have important and urgent things happening in your life, it's because of a Lack of planning, typically, (laughs) earlier on, not getting things done, not buying that insurance policy means when you've got a flood in your warehouse, it costs you $300,000 instead of costing you $30 a month. I mean, we just had that example on our podcast a few days ago. Getting things done when they should be done is important. So putting those on your your calendar, putting those, you know, checking the boxes, having a good mentor, being in a good community and just constantly, you know. So you go to an event like the Proven Conference, for example, Ted. You're going to walk away with a minimum of 20, 25 things that you thought, okay, I need to do this. And rather just filling yeah. up your notebook, what do you do with that? I was like, okay, I don't need to worry about this one until April. I'm just going to stick it out there somewhere next year, you know, before tax yeah. time, a couple weeks before that. I need to make sure I check this box. You'll think about it again. It's on your calendar. It's in your to do list, right? Yeah. But you got to have a way to. Where do you absorb it? You can't just commit it to memory. So I love that tip. Right. Huge. Yeah huge. Scoop. Yeah. The ability to do Absolutely. that. Yeah. So I've got a, I've got a catalog of stuff I've got to do eventually that way out there. Um, and I'm visually, right. I'm visually organized a little bit too. I've got some stuff on a board here right next to me. Um, but yeah. all that's also in my system as well. Email yeah. reminders and that sort of thing. So beautiful. Yeah. You mentioned it. Yeah. That book getting things yeah. done. I would recommend probably plow through it. If this is a topic you're passionate about, Yeah. Uh, cause you will learn some, some pretty cool things. And, and yeah. again, it's all about having that free flow state of mind where, you know, there's nothing I'm forgetting today. I've got an organized system. I'm doing the things today that need to be done today and tomorrow can yeah. wait. I don't need to worry about it or think about it.
1: Exactly. And that allows you to be present, you know, in whatever task you're doing, or also when you're done working in your, in your own life, you can be present with, yes, you can turn it all off. People that are important. <laughs> exactly. If you have trouble
0: turning it all off, this might be the reason. Cause you yeah. have, have a system like what you described, Ted. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, so I'd be interested to hear back what you think of that book after you get a chance to finish it. Is your book list yeah. growing at books you want to
1: get to? <laughs> that's another sign. Yeah. It's, it's, it's all podcasts and audio books. It's <laughs> yep, <laughs> Which is all, great. All all right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Great tips.
0: Um, what else is on your list, man? Let's, if you got anything else, let's pop through them. Yeah. I've taken up a lot of your time today
1: yeah no, i can i I can wrap things up. um there was a so two book recommendations that I have that I felt like were were good for me um and w- one have have you heard of the uh, go giver?
0: Yes, absolutely. I've had yeah. multiple people recommend like, Jim, you got to read this over oh, the past that book was been out, about fifteen years maybe at least
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. so that that was. That's just a really good one, and it's it's a great way to you know build your relationships and your network, and it's just the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so, I there's revisit that
0: one. It's been a long time ago. I read it. I want to reread that one. Thanks for mentioning. Yeah,
1: yeah, no problem. And then uh, Clockwork by Mike McCallowitz.
0: Haven't read that. I don't know the premise
1: there. Fill me in. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of like basically growing your team and delegating and creating a system to where you don't have to be there. And it's just a lot of, a lot of good information for, you know, I think delegating and, you know, creating your system is, you know, pretty much the key to scaling. And so it's, it's got some good, uh, like, you know, practical tips on kind of how to do that and how to just kind of think about that as as you grow. Yeah.
0: I, I love that whole premise that a business is inputs and outputs, you know? So now you're yeah. building the system and I don't have to be the one doing the inputs or the outputs or running the system in between. If I put good people in place who are highly qualified and capable, that's the leadership journey. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. I love books like that. Yeah. yeah I'll have to check that one out. And it's kind of sounds like a, a, a sequel to someone who reads something like the E-myth, like, Hey, being yeah. an entrepreneur, isn't about, you know, Running a bakery isn't about cooking good pies. It's about a lot of right. other things too. You need a system, inputs, networks, yeah. managing, people, managing systems. Uh, so Clockwork
1: yeah. sounds like a good book. What was the author on that? Uh, Mike McCallowix. He's also the one that did uh, Profit First.
0: Oh, same guy. Cool. Yeah, he's got a great yeah. reputation for that book, for sure. Yeah. We were talking with him about coming to our conference at one point to uh,
1: maybe present. Yeah, it. he's a great speaker. Um you know, and listening to his book and just watching some YouTube videos, he's he's super fun to uh, to hear talk about that stuff. So Yeah,
0: yeah, I need to check that book out then for sure. All right, yeah. cool, good list, buddy. That's good,
1: awesome. Yeah. So uh, the last thing I want to end with is a quote that I think applies to kind of everything in life, um, but also a lot of it has to do with you know being a business building warrior. So the quote is, the magic you are looking for is in the work you are avoiding. So, you know, whatever you're feeling uh, anxious about, it's you're feeling anxious about it because you're not, because you're avoiding what needs to be done. <laughs> and uh, I mean, it's just like taking act, t- just taking initial action in this whole journey. You might be like just trying to learn and be like, oh, I don't know all this stuff. It's like, yeah, because you're not doing it. Like you're once you it. actually start, doing the work um mm-hmm. you know that's uh that's the magic you're you're missing um, that's so good that sounds like a
0: a simon snek or uh uh you know do you happen to know who said that
1: we no i I, I just Google looked way. it up because i couldn't remember and yeah no, that's but, awesome yeah i love it
0: yeah the magic that's you're looking for is in the work you're avoiding that's kind of the theme we hit today too you know doing what must yeah. be done when it must be done if you want to build yeah. a business, it's time to turn off Netflix. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. you gotta get yeah. to work. There's a lot of people are still stuck in that phase of thinking, well, I just haven't bought the right system and pushed the right buttons yet. You know, I haven't bought the right crypto to make myself rich. Yet. I'm like, no, you know, for every 10,000 people that go down that easy path, one of them makes it out with a story to tell where they made some money, and the rest just live a life that's unworthy yeah. of what was possible. And right. uh, it takes work, man. Like we say all the time, blood, sweat, tears, sacrifice, risk, relationships, partnerships, accountability. Uh, I like the word discipleship. (laughs) At any given time, one of the things I think every leader has to look at is who's discipling me, who's leading me towards more of who I want to be and who I know I should be, right? That's the term we use as Christians, discipling me, which implies reward and almost punishment, like almost the coach. It's like, hey, you didn't stick to the plan yesterday, guess what? It's three times worse today because (laughs) you run a mile yesterday, we're going to run four today, right? Like you need that person who's just kind of pushing you towards a positive place. But just as important as you need to have someone behind you that you're mentoring, that's the healthy place to be. You're bringing someone else along and you got someone pulling you, pushing you, prodding you forward. Um, yeah. and if you're not in that place, you're, you're not getting all that you could out of business, life, relationships, right. anything that matters. So, yeah. You're going to have a book in you before long, dude. I can just
1: steer. On that. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> hey, who knows? Yeah, I, know. I never thought all this was possible and. Here it is happening right right before my eyes. <laughs> yeah, you're building something beautiful and it's just getting started. As
0: hard as that might be to believe, you're just getting started. I talked yeah, to a guy I'm here just a couple of days ago from our community. I hadn't talked to him in seven, eight years, getting caught up and he has a $16 million uh, arbitrage business on Amazon right now. <laughs> 16 million with a team of a few dozen people and just run running humming along, man. It's just, just getting caught up. Kind of started just like you and just kind of stuck with yeah. it and kept growing, kept building, connecting with good people, developing his processes and systems, learning good yeah. new strategies and sky's the limit. We're in the right industry. Yeah. Well done. 100%. Well, great getting caught up, Ted. We'll talk again soon yeah. and uh, welcome to the coaching team. And uh, it's, it's, it's good hanging out with you a little bit,
1: buddy. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Ted.
0: Well, let me talk to the listeners for a second. Uh, those of you who hung out with Ted and I today for a few minutes of your day, we really appreciate it. Hopefully you got a lot of value. I think Ted brought a lot of very specific tips and challenges for you. If you're taking notes, go do that stuff. Don't just write it down or make a middle note. Actually do the stuff that we're talking about, the systems we teach here work. We'd love to help you build a beautiful business. If you wanna hear a bunch of other episodes where we've talked to the successful students from this community, other proven Amazon core students, You can go to silentgym.com, click on podcast, and you're gonna see hundreds of interviews like this that we've compiled from the great people like Ted who've made this community what it is, a group of business building warriors using the internet creatively to launch and grow beautiful income streams. That's what we do here. And we're so excited that you came along for the ride today. Hey, one last time, great job, Ted. Appreciate you, man. Thank you, thank Thank you. you. (laughs) And for the listeners, we'll have another great episode for you very soon. Appreciate you spending time with us today. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Before I let you go, one last reminder, Humminbird.com, today's sponsor for all your trademarks, corporate setup, branding, marketing needs, and yes, tax services as an Amazon e-commerce seller. Book a schedule appointment with them today to take care of all those paperwork things that you don't wanna have to mess with. They're really good at it. They'll take good care of you. Tell them I sent you. Humminbird.com. H-U-M-N-B-I-R-D.com. Thanks for being a sponsor of this program. Hey, we'll see you next time.
1: Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentGym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.